pandemic got us into a reflective space and made us look inward to see what we can do for the world at large. As a self-expression coach, I became a catalyst for women and started Vani, a one-on-one -on -one coaching program for women on finding their voice, to speak up, to be visible. As a storyteller, I spotted there were many ordinary people amongst us leading extraordinary lives, making a difference to the world, and they needed to be heard. Thus was born You and I with Rashmi Shetty, where amazing personal journeys with their uniqueness and individuality are showcased. A reaffirmation of the fact, open your eyes wider, the world is far more beautiful when we acknowledge the presence of both you and I. today is Padma Kalyani, who was inspired by her parents to look for the positive aspects of life. She quit her IT job after her son Kaushik was born so that she could spend time with him until he was ready to go to nursery. Little did she know that life's journey was going to take a different direction. Her son was diagnosed to be within the autism spectrum and her focus shifted to supporting her son with early intervention services. She felt the need to equip herself with a professional qualification of special education so that she could help her son better. At the end of the course, the seed for her next step to start a social enterprise was sown during the pandemic to provide skill development training for neurodiverse individuals who will be part of her dream project, Suchiram Foods. Listen in as Padma shares her journey to becoming the founder of Suchiram Foods, a social enterprise. Hi Padma, thank you so very much for agreeing to do this conversation on You and I with Rashmi Shetty. It's such a pleasure having you, having gone through your website and seeing what you do. But you know what? I'm curious to know how was little Padma to the Padma Kalyani that the world knows you as today. Can you take us to that journey? Uh, first of all, thank you so much, Rashmi, for having me in your conversation. And uh, I would love to share the journey of Suchiram Puts with you. And uh, very glad that I got a space like this to share my uh, journey. So thank you so much for that, for Pleasure. giving us this platform. Yeah, the little Padma is very shy. And uh, uh, until 2020, I had no idea what I would be doing in 2022. That, that was a uh, uh, completely unpredictable situation. I always live it. I have no idea what life is going to throw me up the next day, the next month, week. I have no idea. But then the change is the only constant thing in my life. So that has been uh, uh, the thing. So uh, little Padma was, I was, I wanted to finish up my school well, get into good college, score well, and get a job and settle down. So that was my objective in every stage of my life. So once I got uh, settled with the IT job, I was uh, done with that. So I thought I will retire as an IT professional. And I took it for granted. So that was uh, until I got married. Then uh, uh, my son was born. Then we thought we will take a little break. Or rather I will take a little break. 
so until he uh, gets ready for uh, attending some preschool or k school so at, at around the, the age of 2 we figured out that he needs some special attention special support so we went for diagnosis and his language was not yet developed and we found out that he was in spectrum so then uh, naturally everything got a different uh, priority i mean the priority is the one thing that keeps changing every year every now and then so is it will be good if you are able to adapt to that priority accept it so that your journey will be smooth for me also it happened the priority got changed the focus was uh, my son kaushik and then how to support him making sure that he is his uh, missed milestones are uh, are uh, getting uh, uh, inculcated through therapies and other things play dates group sessions name it we have done it and so that kind of uh, uh, it was a different routine different lifestyle for some years so we were completely focused on that so then slowly i got a uh, i i i found i found i felt a need for uh, making myself equipping so that i support him much better rather than seeking external support i can support in my own capacity if i have a better knowledge about what i must be doing with it so then i did special education we had special education. okay okay one second one second one second so let's go back a little you said that you were very clear you're going to uh, study get settled and then move on in life and retire as an it professional right so here you are an it professional i did uh, mca of course okay yes yeah. mathematics then followed by mca then okay. uh, so here you are if you did bsc mathematics you must have been a good student mm-hmm. how was it in school you said you were shy so was it that there was no extracurricular activity that you were part of you were yeah, no, above average student how did school life i was, I was an above average student and uh, i used to always uh, look for an opportunity to get myself in part of some extra curricular activity so i was part of ncc so i used to go to camps every now and then i used to enjoy that and uh, uh, whatever cultural fest or cultural uh, activities the college is conducting or we are representing our college that i used to take part so this was in the undergraduate undergraduate was full of uh, a little bit i mean half college and half out of college was the life so that was really fun so the learning happened everywhere uh, yeah that is true but uh, what made you choose bsc mathematics maths was a favorite subject or your teacher yes. in school influenced it is, you it is because of a teacher who taught me maths in my 12th grade so there was a uh, i went to a tuition uh, with one uh, iit professor who gave me a very uh, great insight of math like a small cake i mean it is just as simple as dropping uh, 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 a cake like that so it was presented to me in such a simple fashion that i i thought that i should definitely pursue mathematics in another graduation so it was my decision based upon one teacher who influenced me in the subject uh, then i realized then i was inclined towards computers and i felt very interested i i uh, excited about programming and other things so i thought i should pursue computers so computers came naturally to me since i had a math background and uh, so the the choice were msc mathematics computer science or mca 
So I chose which were uh, university and colleges I got. So then I pursued that. So okay. in uh, post-graduation, I took up the responsibility of doing the placement services. So everywhere I had that opportunity to go beyond my academics, not just settling with academics, going beyond my academics. And that part of the life was very enriching. That gave me so much experience and knowledge. And uh, now I, when I look back, I cherish those things. Mm -hmm. than the academic. Academic also happened, but uh, more than that, the extracurricular uh, activities or this placement services, they gave me much more uh, uh, confidence or much more, they built me as a person on a whole. Okay. So, you said that you were a very shy girl. Yes, so, I was in school. Yeah. So, so what helped? <laughs> yeah, somewhere down the line, I had outbroke all these things and came up to oh. this level. So I think uh, those things happened in the college. Mm -hmm. So until school, you cannot even uh, you can uh, take my batchmates and tell my name. They wouldn't know me at all. So until school, I was like that. So college gave me much freedom to explore. And uh, I think that, that that's a great difference. I started reinventing myself and uh, understanding who I am at first place. So, I think college gave me that space. I think uh, from school, suddenly when we enter the portals of a college, there's so much of mental it has, shift. It has so much to offer. Yeah. And you you want to grab everything. So mm -hmm. I think that, that gave me a, an excellent opportunity to do whatever I want to do. So I really enjoyed those years. Okay. And are you Chennai bred and brought up or are you from some other city in town? My father, he was a banker. So we used to shuttle once in two years every city in Tamil Nadu. Okay. So luckily he made sure that we, we are not going out of Tamil Nadu so that our education okay. is not disrupted much. Yes. So I studied in, I started in Madurai, then went to, uh, came to Chennai, then went to Tirchi, then Madurai, then Tiruvalli, then every place. Then after, uh, after my post-graduation, I settled here in Chennai. Mm -hmm. So now I'm in Chennai. Okay. So here you are, IT professional, married and waiting for your baby to come. And you said you consciously decided to take a break, right? So were you one of those overcommitted mothers looking at your book, checking milestone and checking it with your child? How did you realize that your child uh, was not on the, uh, was not reaching the milestones? Yes, but uh, I was not aware of that. I was not, to be very frank, I was not checking through the milestones and following it up. I just went by, I mean, I was just taking it very lightly. Uh, so I used to take uh, take him to the park, to my relative's house, to wherever I can take him. So that was the thing. He was very social, but only one thing was he, he didn't develop this verbal communication. So that was the only thing which we found uh, was a little difference. And there was a regression when he was around say 18 months. So uh, a child who was quite social until 18 months, uh, then he slowly stopped interacting with others, even to his father. So he used to cling to only to me and I used to wonder what was going on. So then we uh, usually take him for vaccination. We used to consult the pediatrician. Then we recommended for an assessment. So that is when we realized that um, he is in spectrum. 
So then I was, uh, I just take it, I just took one step at a time. If it's, if it's, this is the diagnosis, what is the next step we should be doing? Then we looked into therapies. So okay, let's do the therapy. So then they recommended for a play school. So we, we put them in a play school. So it was like a step-by-step -step process. Whatever they recommended, we followed it very diligently. So that made a good progress in them. So then uh, uh, he eventually landed up in an inclusive school, which uh, did wonders for them. The school environment is so very healthy, so very positive. He's still in the uh, same school. Uh, so uh, that environment is uh, very uh, positive and that inculcated much of his social aspect in, uh, in enriching his social development. So, okay. so Padma, here you just mentioned some time back that you did a special education course as well. So here you are, a mother holding Kaushik, trying to get him to get into an inclusive school. He's part of an inclusive school. He's on the autism spectrum and you are taking help of therapists. So, and your life is completely occupied by Kaushik and his entire progress, right? What prompted you to go into doing a course yourself on special education because you were putting him everywhere you were happy with his progress but what prompted you to do the education yourself as well yes uh, so until uh, his primary i mean until first grade or second grade we didn't focus much on his academics hmm. because few things came naturally to him like uh, language language uh, i i will differ here in the sense it's not expressive language it is per se the uh, the syntax and the semantic of the language mm -hmm. so that came naturally to him and he's a uh, person with pattern orientation whatever is pattern he is good at math if you can teach science in a very pattern oriented way he will get it so i can i can understand his strength i can understand his potential so what uh, what can be supported to him so that he can uh, uh, leverage his strength to uh, enrich other areas, to uh, uh, develop other areas. So mm -hmm. that is when I thought, so then I realized uh, it will be difficult for me or for him also to depend upon some external person who are liable to change every now and then. So if I'm going to depend upon a special educator in the school's setup, that person is going to be there for a few months or a year or two years. Then the person would change. Then he has to adapt to someone else who has to understand him from the beginning or what is the strength, how he works and how, to, how what is the way to reach out to him. Then they have to, uh, the, the time spent on those things will be uh, the time spent. I mean, it is it will take some solid time. So yeah. then they have to start working with him. Yeah. So that time lost is lost. I, I wouldn't say that uh, it is uh, in a negative connotation though, but still we will be in the same cycle every now and then. Mm. So it is better if you are able to see uh, if uh, which curriculum is good for it. In uh, curriculum, what are the subjects you can do? Then you can guide the, uh, uh, I mean, guide him based upon that subject and curriculum. And you can have some external support to do that thing. The, to do the external, uh, I mean, the final piece of uh, teaching him that and uh, uh, complete, I mean, making him write a board exam or making him complete schooling. So mm. that support I can get from others. But uh, 
the primary even i was thinking that uh, uh, entirely i will support him with the school homeschooling setup the schools are supportive but how long we do not know there there is surprise every now and then so uh, i am i was prepared to put him in the school homeschooling so that he also uh, understands and i also able to understand him much better give him much opportunity explore uh, curricular co curricular other sports music everything and whichever he likes he can take up that uh, stream so when i am i was thinking and uh, uh, i i mean by we myself and my husband when we were discussing all these things we felt uh, somewhere down the line homeschooling will be a better option and then if such is the case i equipping myself as a special educator will add more value to this journey so that is when we realized that it is definitely required for me to do that when it came to the diagnosis okay i'm sure it must have been a shocker to you with the diagnosis what did you tell yourself to take it head on and then move to the next level of getting yourself educated on it and think so long term that the therapist is changing the cycle again has to start from the beginning and that's so much of waste of time so maybe if i am equipped so to move from denial to acceptance to actually equipping yourself must have been a journey on its own right padma at those times who and what pushed you to find out the padma within to befriend that padma within yeah so um, i have always been a person who will take them, uh, things as it is nothing no uh, gray shade or it is just black and white so if this is the diagnosis and i should take the next step so that is the more realistic approach so i am a person who is not more uh, inclined towards emotional uh, i i don't generally i am not a person who will just uh, uh, get struck with emotional and i why it happened to me why it should uh, be me then doing all these things so uh, luckily i didn't have such thoughts uh, in me so the only thing i i needed to do is i wanted i mean the the gray, uh, the one good thing i should see is uh, we diagnosed it around 2 years of age so we had that early intervention time where we can much focus on this uh, development and uh, we gave a very rigorous uh, uh, intervention so that i thought that it's a blessing in disguise so even though the, the diagnosis is there so we we caught it in the right time so we didn't uh, this much time and uh, uh, the moment the doctor said that uh, you need diagnosis we went so we didn't waste any time so i i have no idea of what autism is at that time but i just simply followed my doctor's prescription so this is what you should do then the therapist said this is what you should do next then i went on the journey or during the journey i equipped myself like oh, okay ot means what speech therapy means what group session means what then all these things uh, and actually i also uh, got to learn about all these things during the journey so luckily i i, I was not a person who was like that so uh, it helped me to uh, get, get through this phase and of course the family support was there uh, uh, right from my uh, my mother my mother in law every everyone so they used to whatever may be the case they used to be there 
like uh, rock solid so i had uh, no trouble in uh, uh, who will like because my husband used to travel a lot he used to be on uh, um uh, he used to be out for almost two to three weeks at a stretch then come back home for two weeks then go back for two months so it was quite erratic so during all these things i had my family support and uh, the basic uh, i mean probably these things uh, gave me a good insight of the actual padma or who the real padma is so uh, unless i wouldn't have gotten uh, got an opportunity to understand who am i yeah so this gave me a good insight like uh, whatever comes i will take it as it is and i will move on so okay and how often do you meet this real padma how often do you spend time with her do you get time in your entire day to spend time with her uh, what keeps you going and like yes i'm going to do this yes uh, the one thing is keeping myself busy or keeping myself engaged in these things keeps me going mm. so if i if i get a free time or if i get a day with no activity then i get worried so uh, i am a person who wouldn't take much uh, break or rest or relax so that, then uh, once in a while i do but then on an uh, on a daily basis on a routine basis i want to keep myself engaged and uh, uh, working around because we have i don't know i have uh, now i am 40 and i have uh, my uh, stable mind health everything in place so i want to make the best use of my energy and health in in whatever way i can do being it working with kaushik being with uh, suchidam work or being anything else i want to make the best use of this time and health that is uh, that i have now so mm-hmm. that uh, uh, that makes that that keeps me going that i cannot waste this time i cannot waste this day yes a very beautiful space now to move into padma the entrepreneur because uh, padma the mother we have explored to a certain limit padma the friend to padma we have seen and met now how did this journey where your life was completely around kaushik and everything you were doing every step you were taking was around making yourself better equipped to help kaushik and uh, be there when he has progress how did padma shift from there into finding one more aspect of padma the business book so uh, this happened during i mean uh, in fact at the end of my uh, special education course so when i was done with the, that was during pandemic mm-hmm. so when i was done with the course i got i got an opportunity during the course i got an opportunity to work in schools like uh, one inclusive school one uh, special school with uh, 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 children with intellectual disability and other special school with hearing impaired children so in all the three setups i worked uh, for a month or so and it gave me a very fair idea of uh, how the children are being taught and uh, what are the journey for them for example in, for inclusive school and hearing impaired they have a typical uh, schooling like they finish up 12 they move on to college they go for work they are done with that so in case of uh, children with intellectual disability they have a, they have something called early intervention then they move on to functional curriculum then they move on to vocational training mm-hmm. so vocational training is the place where they will be taught some vocations like uh, math uh, 
uh, mat weaving and uh, agarbati making and the paper plate making everything but if you see the gender age band of the children or the students who are in this vocational training it will be uh, like 18 plus to 18 plus it's uh, it's the, the beginning of the bandwidth and uh, it goes as far as 35 40 40 years so uh, that the, but the amount of time they spend uh, and the, and the monetary benefits for that it is not matchable at all it is not at all fair at all so for a person who is 40 45 years old still dependent on parents of course they have to be dependent on parents they have to have a pick up and drop service by the school otherwise it is difficult for them to come in and uh, uh, i'm not uh, uh, i'm not complaining about the schools or something but uh, they are trying that level best to support the uh, adults but they have a very very limited uh, resource in supporting they they are being paid a very very minimal amount which will not be even uh, sufficient for a uh, not even a food uh, even a clothing for a month it will not be sufficient but uh, i'm not complaining about the school because that's the best they can give they can give an environment they can give a opportunity to develop a skill and they can give a very safe uh, uh, pick up drop and ecosystem so that's the best they can do and uh, and after a certain point this thing also get dropped in the sense they don't find a, a way to reach out or they shift they don't find any school around they just are locked at home so they don't do anything they uh, leave alone they are spending time outside they don't earn they don't go out they become completely dependent on their parents or siblings or whoever is going to take care so then i realized what we can do about it we can i mean inclusion we talk about we are seeing that in school but after a certain stage it is very difficult for the adult to uh, get themselves an independent life so that is a very long term dream but um, then uh, we were thinking that what we can do whatever small step we can do towards that will be a very meaningful step uh, is that i thought so um prior to that i had uh, offers from other schools like they they wanted me to join as a special educator but i was always thinking that i didn't want to uh, work as a 9 to 5 job because i wanted to be very independent of my own timings i wanted to do whatever i want to do in my own timings and space so then i was little hesitant to join all these schools so then this uh, uh, thought came that what we can do so uh, we were in pandemic and uh, very classic example of uh, what happens when world is almost shut down one thing goes on is the food mm. so your business your enterprise you name it everything is shut down people are at home yeah. only one thing has to move on is food industry so then we realized the food industry is where we can pitch it so uh, we i i myself has from from our own uh, background of uh, uh, our own family culture we have always been self sufficient in preparing our own masalas and powders so then i thought that we have something uh, uh, on our own uh, on our skill basis like we have something which is proven for ages so why can't we just make that in use and uh, put it uh, uh, in place 
where these people also can participate and do the work and then we can bring out the product like that. so it was a very random thought and random topic and discussion slowly we registered a company we, we took baby steps like it took almost one one and a half years for him to uh, completely uh, get into a better shape but i am always okay to that space or that pace of growth because that is very organic in the sense i know what i'm doing and i want to go in that pace which is suitable for me so uh, we registered it around 2020 end i guess then 2021 we couldn't we hardly could do anything about it so in fact those things were very um, uh, what to say i will be much uh, concerned about having started this having uh, that idea or concept i am not able to progress anything out of it so that struck me and i was concerned but still we were waiting for a time to get uh, uh, get us to that to the place where we are now so slowly we um, got a couple of adults then we moved to a, a place we have a very small single bedroom house that we have rented out as is our unit now so we have that unit which is almost going to be a year now so we have moved in a year ago so from there we have slowly started our journey then um, we did all formalities in this pandemic like uh, applying for fssi and uh, getting all the requirement for this uh, business as such then we slowly moved and uh, now we are almost a year old now so this is so beautiful and powerful so when you saw this one reality factor that in the pandemic the whole globe came to a lockdown but food was something that everyone was still dependent on and something which is traditionally yours the masalas which they do culturally in your side of the family is what you brought out but where did you see making and selling of the masalas helping people in this spectrum that you thought you can make a difference in? How are the two connected? Where did you see the two meet? And what exactly are you doing to make sure the two meet? Uh, this is the same approach I have uh, that I had with Kaushik also. Mm -hmm. um, if you have something on your own, you can put it in use in whatever way you want to. Correct. So if I'm equipped in special education, I can put it in use and I can make whatever I want to do. So the same thing. I have a skill of uh, the masalas of the traditional way of food. So this I can transfer it to these people and make this product. And I am sure that this product will not go wasted. Like people will come back and buy that. So I am I am much sure about the quality of the product. So when I give that quality of the product, people will come back. So during this, I can also teach these people uh to uh, uh pack this or drain or whatever the process of uh, preparing this masala drying it and uh, frying everything so cleaning right from cleaning everything i can teach them and this itself is a vocation by itself so mm -hmm. with this uh, in fact i'd be very very happy that um, somebody some adult who can come to us and we teach them and train them in this skill and if they are much equipped and if they want to move on to some other unit with a better future or better opportunities, we will be glad for them to move on. Because 
we want that to happen we want to develop the skill we, we don't want people to stuck to us we want to develop the skill and with that skill they need to develop they need to progress in their life so that's the, that's the aspect i'm looking at so with this these are all my forte and i can put these forte into my use and uh, with this use i can make it much more meaningful if i engage these people into this picture so we have a disability first model so which means that we engage people with disability as a first choice of employment we don't call it as employment though we call it as uh, excretia the payment we make it as excretia so because there is no binding between us if they want to work they can work if they are not uh, finding it suitable or if they are finding it little hard they can quit and uh, there is no hard and fast rule for like 20 21 days of working day nothing like that they can work how long how much ever they want how how long they want it is completely flexible so we want to give them a complete flexibility in the environment in the approach in the engagement as such so that they are coming willingly to learn and slowly they are making progress the skill yeah so how what exactly do you train them in in how to measure the ingredients how much ingredient because masalas is a concoction of different different ingredients that you need to put and each one has a particular measure right so yeah. is there a, a spectrum under which you decide who can do it as to this is the factor that we are looking at because they have to measure here this is the factor we are looking at because they have to learn how to clean it this is what they do for packaging how do you devise this entire people management process and see who gets what okay so it is uh, depending upon the strength of that adult okay. so um, for example one uh, adult whose name is uh, shridhar uh he is very good at uh, doing things faster mm-hmm. so he he is not a person who can fry because frying is the thing you have to do it slowly and gently he he still he is learning that because we also give him opportunity to fry because he needs to learn that also mm-hmm. so he will be very good at packing he will be very good at doing things faster and uh, with precision also uh he is trying to learn numbers now he is trying to understand 250 grams is bigger than 200 grams so that we are teaching him now so we will literally say that 250 vandathana stop and go 250 so we need to tell him this every pack he packs not just one or two not just two days three days it has been months now but still we need to tell them until it becomes a load for him he needs to understand he needs to stop by himself but majority of the time he is learning by himself so sometimes we will leave him alone to do this packing like measurement he is still learning that but still somewhere he will correctly find out and do that once in a while so that's a surprise uh, uh, for us in the sense he also can learn it and uh, do it when he gives that opportunity there is no um, there people can learn and do mistake so mistakes are accepted and warmly welcome so there is no problem there nobody is going to penalize for the mistake and that's the strength for these adults like they are there is no compulsion for them to do it right every time they can do mistakes and we will take that opportunity to learn them that this is the right way to do 
So one other girl, Kashifa, is uh, she is very uh, uh, diligently will do anything. Like she will have her own pace of doing things. So we will have her uh, doing the spraying and uh, uh, making sticking. Or if there is any delicate uh, stickers need to be done, we will give that. And they also prepare paper bags and other stuffs. So whichever uh, forty is hers, then we will incline. Uh, we will slowly give that part of work to her but the objective is everyone should be capable of doing any work in this place so there is no uh, only uh, kashiba can do this sort kind of work or she that can do this kind of work nothing of that sort everyone will be given opportunity but if we have the time constraint we will pick up people based upon this skill set okay and what is the minimum age group padma if somebody wants to come and meet you Uh, either a parent or a relative to be part of your project is it something which is open all through the year for anybody to come and get in touch with you sure. and sure. what is the age group minimum that you are looking at to train the people because you said there is no uh, uh, commitment or bond that you sign that they have to be with you for that long so the ex gratia uh, relationship that you maintain uh what is it that you build in the person and what is the minimum age requirement that from their end the parent can come to you with we um we invite the adult along with the caretaker or a parent hmm. so it is an environment where they are uh, they are working or they are tra- trained in that skill along with their caretaker so mostly uh, it will be the mother so they always be accompanied with the mother and they understand their pulse very nicely so so that's the greatest strength because they are safe and the parent also is kind of assured that this environment is very safe and they are also most welcome in that environment and with respect to the age we are taking 18 plus so that even if you want to call it as employment it is 18 plus we don't want to uh, have i mean it is not like we can't train people just for the uh, uh, safety of the law that we have uh, we want to work with 18 plus even if we have uh, uh, people or one girl was there around 16 plus she wanted to explore we were very uh, open to do that also because as long as they get an opportunity to explore whether this will be suitable for the adult or will they take it or will there be any challenge so they can always explore that so we always welcome people but 18 plus would be preferable okay okay so they are like proper official adults when they come yes, to you official adult <laughs> with respect to the law uh, yeah so what are some of your uh, products that you have uh, as a range product range if anybody is interested and uh, if you're doing masalas one very important ingredient for most masalas at least is chilies so how do you make the person understand that this is spicy so you'll have to be careful when you're packing it this is something that you have to be extra careful about when you're cleaning jeera and uh, things like jeera and all that you have to have a very keen eye to pick it up so how does that fine tuning in the training happen right see uh, these adults are already being trained by their parents at home okay. or at least the adults who are working with us now 
they know that uh, uh, immediately when uh, we have sambar puri huh. we have ada mix we have uh, idli dosa malapuri idli dosa malapuri is not that spicy but sambar puri and ada are a little spicy you can smell that uh, uh, chili so the moment i say that it is uh, sambar puri packing they will immediately have double mask so it is it is uh, tuned to them so well that they are prepared for that so in fact they will alert other people in their environment to make sure that you, you put double mask because sambar puri is being packed so if this is the awareness because we talk about it sambar puri pack panna porom mask potukono mask potukono so the, the the repeated instruction or the regular conversation that environment that guides them much better so they feel at home and they converse the way the same way they uh, the way they do that at home so kashipa uh, also she is very uh, as you say that um, like a, the cleaning jeera or any fine uh, what no she will do it very diligently the way she does that i mean uh, she does it in her own pace hmm. but she will do it very clean and neat work so these are all her forte so we will give those things to her cleaning the uh, millers cleaning the grains we will give it to her so slowly we also uh, train she there also to do that so, because she also needs to learn the skill yeah. so that is also important so we have that kind of thing and we have uh, uh, like protocols like if it is going to be packing or cleaning we have a head cap and if it is going to be packing we will have gloves if it is going to be cleaning we will not uh, uh, have a mask if it is going to be packing up masalas like sambar puri and other things double mask so otherwise it is single mask so that the, all these protocols are there so if you are able to give them the framework clearly without any confusion they will simply follow that there will not be any confusion and uh, you can focus on just training them in the numbers and uh, whatever skill they would require so you can focus on that the rest will be it will be taken care of by themselves so i don't need to tell anything uh, it's been so many months now they are on their own now so i'm glad about that so whenever they make a little progress they do something on their own uh, i think that's the greatest award i can get yeah. so i feel I, that day I, i my day is done so yeah. i'll be so glad that they can do that on their own so that is what i am targeting at this skill they need to do, uh, now they are, we are supporting uh, their parent or the caretaker uh, or me whoever is available in the environment we will be supporting um slowly we are uh, winning of that support and we want them to be completely independent in their activity so when they achieve once in a while that one the we will be like cloud <laughs> okay and at any given point of time how many people comprise your team yeah at present we have two adults so people are quite interested in joining us uh we have uh, quite a long list of people who have expressed that they want to join okay. but uh, given the bandwidth of business we have we wanted to grow yeah. really very organic and we want to uh, have a very slow growth mm. in the sense i want to uh, i don't keep deep stock i will prepare based on the need so 
then uh, this week we have probably some five kgs or six kgs we prepare. So once if we push everything to the market, then we prepare everything afresh next week. So we take weekly big basis. So we uh, our bandwidth of business is uh, quite small. So we we are self sufficient or we are sufficient with two people now. So when the business grows. We would uh, gladly include many, many, many more others, and that is what I wish to. Uh, we wish to branch out to other avenues, like not just with masalas. We were, uh, we are also doing uh, snacks and savories, like savories and sweets. Uh, we have a cloud kitchen partner who does that for us, so we do the repartition. So oh. we can't do every product on our own because we don't have the team and the bandwidth and the infrastructure. Yeah. so that is quite heavy uh, for us so whatever we can do we can repack so core products we do from the scratch manufacturing everything cleaning everything so the the other thing like snacks and sweets we repack so mm -hmm. those things also they are learning now so they can identify the product the, the time they see that pack so the product so this is kai murukku this is tekoral so these are all within few weeks they learn the product name the ingredients name everything so that, that's a that's a good thing and we want to branch out to other uh, department also slowly we are planning to do that so hopefully we are able to do that the seed was sowed during the pandemic but then we were sticking to that thought we want that to materialize and we were just hoping that things will uh, come to fruition and still we were exploring that the tens oh. 2021 beginning we were i i just got a very small dry grinder and uh, everything amazon right so i i ordered in amazon i got it and uh, i used to prepare the masalas and uh, there was one girl uh, living in our locality and i used to deliver it at home and she will pack it at home and give it to me and we will dispatch it to korea so it was a very uh, 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 how we were working from home that time <laughs> so that was the model so then uh, once the pandemic was kind of settled and uh, we were also people were also started to uh, move out or come out of that then we slowly looked for a uh, uh, setup like an independent unit kind of thing very small space so yeah. that they also have a culture to come to office and work and then go back so that that's the main motive of okay so, so that means it's a year old yes it's a year old okay awesome and uh, when it came to marketing how did you do your marketing just through word of mouth and social media yes initially it was like that yeah. uh, uh, we started with our friends and family network then slowly they started getting it uh, regularly from us then uh, our apartment and the neighborhood uh, apartments and then we slowly started to reach out to apartment communities like uh, mm. there are where i live in a place called omr old bhavlipur road where there are lot of residential communities so we thought we will reach out to residential communities that way it will be a branding of our product so that they we can also talk about what we are doing so every weekend we make sure that we put up a stall in any of these communities and uh, in some communities we go monthly every month we go once so there are uh, quite a few apartments who are very welcoming and who are very positive and who wants to engage us every now and then 
So uh, those are all very uh, enriching experience. So people welcome us why uh, wholeheartedly they welcome us. So we we plan to reach out to residential communities now slowly. If things uh, take good shape uh, this year or next year, we also want to visit corporates so that uh, we reach out to them. So this is basically for branding ourselves so that. Uh, they, they also know about this Chinam food as a product and uh, as a work we do, what we do. So that, that's our objective. So the, the bottom line is we want to meet the customer in person and talk to them. And they need to know that uh, uh, if they need anything, they can directly reach out to me and place an order, get things done. So that's the flexibility I want to give them. So uh, people used to uh, get uh, masalas and other things for their abroad travel. They used to give us one month ahead of time and we will pack it paka and they get it and distribute it in abroad with their relatives and other things. So that's the kind of bonding we have with our customers. So that is what I wanted to grow so that it grows organically. So that we have a very strong base, customer base, so that they understand the product and the purpose of this feature, social media. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is really beautiful, especially the way you are explaining how, right from the beginning, you there's one thing that you kept reiterating, everything is step by step. Yes. Everything is organic growth. But in this process of going step by step, logically organic growth, was there some moment that you can recall which told you that yes, you're doing it the right way and this Padma is what you should be doing? Was there something which happened with one of your team members or uh, you saw something? Any story that you have Padma where it shifted within to tell you that yes Padma, you're on the right track? Yes, a couple of things like um, once we were covered by the Hindu newspaper. Uh, in downtown, we were covered our, they covered our story and uh, the same way, I, I had a conversation with that editor and the person, the correspondent, and uh, they, she got all the details and when the story was published, um, it was the, the, the primary person was the uh, adult who was working with the Sridhar. Hmm. So, Sridhar is working in Suchiramput. Suchiramput's uh, took a back seat and uh, it was the story of Sridhar and uh, the moment we saw that news and the kind of uh, pride and uh, happiness the family got uh, I think I, I felt this this is what I should be doing like uh, you can't uh, you can't give them uh, I mean you can't give this opportunity to uh, anybody I mean uh, it is not so easy to uh, take, give this opportunity so uh, I was so glad. So then I was feeling that because they were, uh, uh, they were, had this opportunity of uh, cherishing Sridhar's journey and uh, publishing this in a newspaper and uh, sharing this in their friends and family circle. It was a great pride moment for them. So what else, what more I can ask for? Yes. So that, that's the greatest moment. Then I felt I should be doing this. So whatever may come, I should stick to that and I should be focused in doing this. Wow, wow. That was for you. But for the rest of the world, during the pandemic, everybody went inward. We were supposed to take a pause. 
and we were we just realized we were going on a treadmill and all we had to do is switch it off and get off <laughs> <laughs> and it needed no. a pandemic to tell us that right so the whole world globally there were so many lessons people took from the pandemic what did padma take from the pandemic um yeah see i have i was no one in the pandemic when the pandemic started i was just a someone who who uh, uh, i don't know who, who cribbed about the pandemic who cribbed about sitting at home doing nothing and doing the household chores so all this is but the moment this thought came of uh, starting something like this then that gave light in in pandemic so it it gave us light that we can do something of this sort and we can slowly invest this time in planning and uh, trying to see that what we can do with the given uh, uh, setup or given uh, situation so i always take the one step at a time and uh, uh, i always have a thought that the priority keeps changing every now and then so if i have five balls at a time i should be ready to drop any ball any time It, that that's that's the kind of mindset i always have so i will take up the suchiram truth kaushik is also supported so if that that is going on so then parallelly this also can go on uh, unless both of them are not going going to get disturbed each other so we can slowly balance this so we were trying to figure out how we can do about it go about it all this so the i should say the positivity came because of this thought that we are going to do something of this uh, thing of this uh, reach so we prepared ourselves during the pandemic so the rest of the, the moment we got this idea the rest of the pandemic was fully focused on something that we are going to build so probably that that period was little productive than cribbing about this pandemic so we got that um, in other words uh, my husband was working from home all the time yes. previously he used to travel uh, left right center center so uh, he he was almost all the time at home and we can discuss length and breadth about anything at home so that gave us lot of time to discuss and materialize to give a good shape to this and uh, i in that way i thank pandemic for that so to give that uh, opportunity for us to take that so pandemic gave us the, those kind of insights to life that your life can also be little meaningful uh, yeah that is so powerful and on that note three life lessons because you come across as somebody with so much of positivity in your attitude padma I really like the energy with which you talk the commitment with which you are speaking and the passion with which you set out on this journey and you're so determined you're going to be on this journey god bless you but three life lessons that you'd like to leave us with over the years whatever life has taught you yeah um the life lessons is uh, first one is uh, however small you were thought is however small your goal or your, you can name it whatever you want to just keep focused on that don't get diverted just focus on that and uh, take baby steps it's okay it's fine uh, there is no harm you have to take a leap and go it's 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 perfectly fine uh, so just stay focused on whatever you are going to do or your objective is or your goal is that's the first thing 
Second one, take baby steps. It's okay if you are going to, uh, if you are not going to take a leap in another two months, three months, it's okay. But make sure that every day you take that little baby step so that you are progressing. You are in the journey. You are alive in the journey and the journey is also alive. So uh, that's, a, that's a simple thing because that's the only thing I believe in. We couldn't go out anything. We couldn't do anything. But as you say, we are thinking about starting a business. So, uh, but what we can do sitting at home, that part gave us the strength to pursue this. Hmm. So take that baby step. I, I learned about uh, setting up a company and how to take care of accounts, all these things, because I had no idea of all these things. So we don't have that background. So uh, this time, this uh, uh, time, I took the, uh, I I took it for uh, enriching my knowledge in all these things. So that's the second thing. And the other thing is uh, the only permanent thing is the change. The better if you adapt to the change and embrace it and take it positively, because that has been my uh, uh, mantra or right from my uh, I don't know. Probably the time I became mother. Because I should having I should be having those thoughts in me, but uh, that that materialized uh, that uh, took its shape when I became a mother. Because uh, that's the only thing. Uh, the change is the only thing I can uh, dream about, uh, or I can take for granted that my life could be an IT professional until sixty years. But uh, after two years, I'm doing something else completely different from that and I'm out of that IT industry almost 12 years now. The other thing that kept me going is accept the change. Embrace it with all positivity and it will definitely give you back the good things. So powerful Padma. You know there are some moments when you meet people and you realize that life can challenge you but there are moments when life also salutes you. And you are one such example of where life will only look up to you and salute you for taking every step, every stride with confidence from within by finding that Padma who was there within you to make her your best friend. Beautiful journey, Padma. Honored to have you on You and I with Rashmi Shetty. And thank you so much for thank sharing. You. Thank you. It was nice talking to you. And it gave a very great uh, perspective of what I am getting. So All the best to you, Kaushik, your husband, and your entire team. And I'm sure you're going to make the difference that you set out to make. God bless you, Padma. Thank, Thank you. you so much. With that, we come to the end of this weekly quest of You and I with Rashmi Shetty. Do let us know if you know people who make the world beautiful. Write in to rashmi.thethirdi at gmail.com that is r-a-s-h-m-i dot t-h-e-t-h-i-r-d-e-y-e at gmail.com Come, let's explore this amazing world together, both you and I.